Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. In conversation with uh, Saneli Siwe Yankees, who is Social Policy Manager at Business Unity South Africa, um, they have called on the Unemployment Insurance Fund to be placed under immediate administration, citing concerns that calls for the authorities to intervene have gone unheeded. Uh, they say that they are worried about the systemic dysfunction at the Unemployment Insurance Fund um, that is putting the livelihoods of workers at risk. Saneli Siwe now joining us on the line. Saneli Siwe, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making making time for us. You're not the only organization calling on um, the UIF to be placed under administration. Why do you think that is the perfect solution at this particular time or intervention? Thanks, and thank you so much um, for having me. So, I mean, just by way of providing context, um, Business Unity South Africa is in the unique position where we are able to continuously engage with um, the department and other social partners. Um, and we have now been sitting in a situation where for the past three years, we engaged together with organized labor at NETLAC, uh, which is a social dialogue p- platform in South Africa to try and resolve these serious systemic dysfunction um, and all of the corruption in the administration of the UIF, that none of this has borne any fruit. Um, the only thing that has come from those engagements is that social partners um, which come in very, very good faith, are being sent from post to pillar. Um, and there's no, no progress that has been made uh, because there seemingly is an inability or an unwillingness to address um, these issues, uh, which, which range from special schemes um, and to the regular payments, which leave workers very, very vulnerable and the private sector um, at a loss. So uh, we've tried uh, quite a lot of measures um, in trying to engage uh, the minister and his department uh, to bring some of these very serious issues to light, um, and none of them have succeeded. So this is a last resort um, and to which we are asking for the immediate attention um, of, of the authorities there. So, so when, when, the, when the intervention from the minister was sought, what was the response from the Labour Department around that? And has this issue at all been raised at a NEDLAC level? Um, definitely. So, so to answer your latter question, this, a number of issues have been raised at the NEDLAC, at the NEDLAC level. So I'll make an ex- example. We've got special schemes, including what is the COVID-19 tours, and we're now um, two years outside of um, the pandemic. Um, you know, we are still within the COVID period, um, but work is affected by unrest in Wabu as well, and others designed to support affected individuals. Um, and while there was a positive in- intention, um, none of these have been have been solved because we're now sitting with hundreds and thousands of applications that remain unsolved. Um, and to give you a little bit of detail, the NEDLAC process came up with um, a very, very ramped up um, process which was designed to give immediate answers where several subcommittees were created to look at the COVID-19 tour scheme, to look at WABU, to look at maternity benefits, to look at CCMA tours, to look at a number of issues um, on uh, a, a very serious and rapidly engagement, rapid engagement process. So these were raised, um, and not just once, but we meet, we meet, I think it's now a bi-weekly sort of process in the COVID-19 period. 
um, it was definitely every couple of days uh, because of the nature of the pandemic. So these issues are raised um, and none of the issues are answered to at a neglect level. We have uh, several processes where the individuals that are concerned um, and the higher ups that are meant to give us these answers either don't pitch to meetings um, or they are unable to deliver um, real reasons as to why these payments are not made and are able to show any incremental progress that shows that um, the UIF is putting the workers um, at the center of their cause. I can tell you right now, Sanelli um, Siwe, we have a number of voice notes that are coming through uh, with people's frustrations uh, with dealing with the UIF. I'm going to just quickly play a few and then get your response to them. Hi, Eldon. Uh, regarding the UIF, I want to know something. If you have broken services in a company or many companies, they say you're not entitled to your UIF. For example, if I work six months in one company, six months in another company, and six months in another company, they say you need to have a two-year full year history of UIF, meaning working in the company for two years, then you're entitled to UIF, or else you're not entitled. Can you can you get somebody to work on that and find out if that's true? Because I was told by the UIF office, and not just me, many people. This also goes to the suggestion of 3,000 people have complained about this. Yeah. And Sanelisi, what's your response to some of these issues that are being raised here? So, it's like I, like I say, and I think like we had said in our statement, um, the issue is, is is an ecosystem of problems. Um, it is it, it ranges from the the problematic nature of the system. So the UIF is committing uh, to further digitalization, to further revamping of the systems where individuals are able to get the advice and the actual help that they need. But these systems, um, as they currently exist, are so fragmented. Um, they don't speak to one another, which now results in individuals um, having to try and access online systems, receiving incorrect information. There are mm. constant changes in requirements like this, um, like this gentleman has just highlighted in the CN. So in order for individuals to get help, there has to be access to remedy. Access to remedy doesn't help, doesn't exist because the UIF currently is an administrative mess when it comes to um, the systematic um, the systematic processes that exist. So what should ordinarily happen is that the individual that is now um, laying a very very valid complaint and a question that I think is a little bit layered um, and would need uh, the attention of the UIF officials, this individual is supposed to receive the, the help that they are asking for, or they are su- simply um, supposed to be able to tap into um, the, the systems that exist. But currently, the systems are fragmented. Um, there are lots of duplications of systems that already exist, um, which means that uh, there, there's, no, there's no remedy. And currently, people are being sent from post to pillar um, over the same kind of, of questions. So I can tell you now that the person who just asked this question on the CN, there are multiple iterations and variations of the same question, which should be fairly easy to answer. Yeah. Um, then just a final one on the forensic report into that 5 billion rand deal with um, Tutuka Capital Fund. So the forensic report has been completed now. 
Um, but it seems as though no action has been taken as yet against the individuals. And I see that um, the the commissioner as well, Tewo um, Marubing, um, was again also found wanting in the report that he ignored Ill- illegal opinions. But Tebo Marubing, if, if memory serves me correctly, even with the SIU um, investigation around um, the TERS funding, was also found wanting. No, that's, that's 100% correct. And business in trying to respect the, the NETLAC process, as NETLAC is a, a South African dialogue institution that is meant to bring social partners together, has tried um, to sort of undertake the correct processes to, to address um, the, the correct needs as and when they arise. So in trying to respect the internal process, uh, we have not been overtly vocal about uh, the very blatant corruption, which is which is uh, quite simply public knowledge. Um, but it has come to a time where we are obviously now um, seeing the need to speak out because this corruption um, is is uh, very public knowledge. But what is more interesting is that even though it is public knowledge and even though we are in a unique position to request the answers um, from the Department of Employment and Labor and from the UIF, we are still finding ourselves at a loss. So it's quite unfortunate um, that uh, the commissioner, just by way of example, because I think that this is um, an ecosystem of problems, like I said, so it's not one singular um, individual that has to account from, for the fraud and corruption, which is uh, which which is rampant within the UIF, we're finding ourselves having to ask for um, ask for these answers. And there are recent media reports highlighting the depth of this corruption that has taken place within the UIF, which are of major concern. So we are expecting some kind of direction from the Minister of Employment and Labour, but um, but we are in a position now where we have to sort of flatline and push um, the process further. Um, and uh, resulting in in the civil organizations, which you also alluded to, including Business Unity South Africa, being asked to um, to 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 ask the minister to identify um, and and limit the corruption corruption processes by bringing them to light and being very very transparent. Um, yep. So, in hoping that this happens, um, we we have taken note of what you have mentioned and. We are asking for um, an immediate refurbishment and overhaul. Thank you so much for your time. San Elisiwe Yankees there, Social uh, Policy Manager at Business Unity South Africa.